Welcome to your PA Mentor Podcast. I'm Sammy Ngo, your host and fellow PA, and I'm here to help you navigate your way to a fulfilling PA career. At 26 years old, I landed my dream job as a brand new graduate right out of PA school without even realizing it, all because I had an incredible mentor who guided me through my first year as a clinician. My mentor completely changed my life and how I practice medicine. He didn't just teach me clinical medicine. He taught me how to love the art of medicine, how to develop work-life balance, how to avoid burnout, and most importantly, how to truly love and continue to love my profession. Because of him, I am the confident PA that I am today. And that is why I have made it my mission to help PA students and new grads navigate through the PA profession with advice, strategy, and tools to find your way to a fulfilling career as a PA. And with that said, my friends, it is now time to dive into today's episode. Hello, and thank you for listening to the very first episode of Your PA Mentor. I am so excited to finally launch this podcast, you guys. But before we get started, and yes, I said we, I want to introduce my good friend, co-host, and fellow PA, Aaron Lysett. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Sammy. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So Aaron and I met 10 years ago back in PA school. 10 long years. God, I feel old. Don't say like that. I feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> so we attended Quinnipiac University um, back in 2010, and we became friends and kept in touch since then, which is really surprising. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think surprising for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, we don't exactly fit the same demographic. What does that mean? Uh, you're a cute young Asian with kids, and I'm an old white lady who lives at the beach. So, <laughs> okay, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> you said it, not me. Okay, that's true. Yeah, it's okay if I say it. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, when we were in PA school, yeah, we spent a lot of time uh, learning medicine, but we also took the time to really like get to know each other and develop um, a friendship that went kind of beyond that. That is very true, um, actually. So, yeah. In school, I had a really intense roommate that would study all the time. She was much more intense than me, if you can believe that. She was. It's it's true. I know it's hard <laughs> to believe, but it it's true. It's the yeah. truth. Yeah, and I would get anxiety because she was studying so much, and I just wasn't on that level. So I would call Aaron, and we would just spend a few hours out of our day just to have you know sushi dates um, and just chit chat about. How do we know? What did we talk about? Uh, we talked about how much we hated living on the East Coast. Oh, East Coast. Uh, <laughs> we are West Coasters. Hated it. West Coast uh, is the best coast. Total West Coast girls. <laughs> West Coast for life. Don't do that. Don't I do know. That. Silly. But it's true. <laughs> okay. So embarrassing. Uh, anyways. Yeah, that's how we, we bonded. And we're actually both now back on the West Coast. I'm currently living in Las Vegas, which is home for me. Um, so after PA school, I actually stayed in Connecticut and took a job in outpatient internal medicine for two and a half years. And I moved to San Francisco with my now husband, and I took a job there in primary care for three years. And then after we had a baby, we decided to move back home, which is Las Vegas. What about you, Erin? Where have you been? Well, I have been in Washington this whole time. Uh, after 
uh, graduation. I think graduation ended around, I don't know, two or something. <laughs> yeah, I was I on a plane <laughs> at five. Uh, <laughs> I literally took the first plane out of there. And I've been in, you know, Washington, kind of Pacific Northwest area since then. I've done some emergency medicine, family practice, urgent care. Um, and for the past five years, I've been doing corrections, which has actually been my favorite. I didn't so. know you had that many jobs. I well, you know what? I made a lot of really uh bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn things the hard way, so I kind of bounced around until I found uh a good mentor. Um Yeah. Yeah. And that was I think the biggest difference between me and Aaron's um entire career path. Uh and we'll get into that because that's the whole point of this podcast is we're talking exactly. about. Uh, we're talking about uh, how much a mentor can really help uh, make your PA career a good thing or a nightmare, a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, a struggle. So my first three years uh, of medicine were not great because of that. And um, I really had to learn things the hard way. And we don't want uh, – new PAs and PA students to go through that. We want them to be happy and to stay in the profession and to love what they do. And so we decided to um, kind of bring that to you guys and let you benefit from our mistakes and from uh, the things that we've done right. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly my mistakes and Sammy doing things right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you should put it that way. So there we have it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get started. Um, so Erin, tell me, what was your experience like as a new PA? Sammy, can we just take a moment to describe my first job experience <laughs> as a fucking shit show? Okay. I'm laughing because I remember. <laughs> it was so bad. I was in Connecticut. All I wanted to do was move back to Seattle. I took the first job offer that I got um, while I was still in PA school and then I spent no time looking for anything else. And uh, I mean, I didn't even sign a contract. Uh, yeah, I didn't I even know like how much I was getting paid, what my schedule was, like nothing. I was like, I got a job offer. I'm moving back to Seattle. I took the first plane home after graduation. Um, and then five months later, I still hadn't worked a single shift. So Ugh, so miserable. Yeah. Um, they had no plan for me. They didn't know what to do with a new grad. They'd never had a new grad. Um, and I think they were actually a little scared to let me do anything. Um, so after five months, I still wasn't working. So I needed a paycheck and I took a job six hours away at a oh rural clinic doing primary care. Yeah. I can't even do that. I can't drive six hours. No way. No, it was awful. So I would go up there um, during the week. And then I would drive back on the weekends and work in the ER. Um, so, yeah, it was awful. It was terrible. Terrible mistake. Don't do it. Don't make it again. Well, you had a totally different um, experience. What was your experience? That is true. I, I feel really guilty for saying this, but I had a really <laughs> great – I'm sorry. I had a great job. I had a great first job. So I was like Aaron. I – 
wanted to leave and go back home right away. I wanted to leave to go to Vegas. And we got this um, email for a job, in primary care job in Connecticut. And I was advised by my friend to go and interview. So I did. And I had no intention of staying in Connecticut, but I had the opportunity to work with an incredible physician. And so I took a leap of faith and I stayed in Connecticut. Um, and this doctor I had that I worked with was he was incredible. He just really molded me into the PA that I am today. He not only taught me clinical medicine, but he taught me how to approach my patients with like confidence and how to be empathetic and compassionate and how to truly love the art of medicine. He taught me why I should never practice defensive medicine and how to develop like work-life balance and how to be a strong career woman, but a mom at the same time. And because I had this mentorship, my first job wasn't a struggle. And I just really focused on being a confident PA. And I don't know, I, I, I guess I feel guilty. Like, No, I mean, it's great. Job. You had like an amazing mentor and like a mentor can literally make all the difference in the world between having an amazing experience as a PA or like a shit show of, a, of an experience. You know, like I feel the first probably three years of my career were probably a lot harder than they needed to be because I didn't have a, a mentor. I didn't have I someone to kind of like help guide me through those first three years. And and honestly, you know, when you first start out, you think you know. You think you know what you're getting into. Exactly. I know I did. I was like, I'd worked in medicine my whole career. I thought, ah, no problem. I got this. Um and it was not good. It was terrible. And uh, the emergency room uh, where I did end up working, uh, I eventually did meet this amazing physician, this ER doc, and she kind of helped me out um, and kind of uh, gave me some direction and, and showed me how to be like a good team leader and how to really be um, in charge and how mm -hmm. to kind of own that. Um, and I, you know, it changed my life and it changed how I practiced. So, um, mentors make all the difference in the world. I completely agree. A hundred percent. And that's why when I started this podcast, I wanted to get Aaron on board because we had such different experiences, <laughs> uh, like yeah. night and day. And but we like talked through it while we're going through it as well. And yeah. I kind of had to understand like, what everyone's going through and what I was going through. And so when I was, you know, kind of talking about this podcast, I was like, you know what? I really want Erin on this because I wanted to talk and just tell you guys what her experience about was. About all like. my fuck ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Let me be, let me be your Don't. example of what not to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You know, and and then like through this whole process, like the first five years as a PA is so important. You need to have some kind of guidance because they don't teach you that really, in school. Yeah, they just give they you don't, a degree they don't teach, and they say, yeah. "Here's your license, go." And yeah. you are struggling with like what 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 did you struggle with, Erin, as a new grad? Um. Well, so in the emergency room, I guess all the nurses were like pissed at me because they felt like I was not listening to them, mm -hmm. but I. Or like asking their opinion. Correct. And I felt like if I was asking them what I should do, then they would see me as, as like, as weak. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
So I didn't really ask them or um, kind of defer to them or like, oh, what do you like? How, what did you think about this patient? Like, do you think, does he look sick to you? Um, and so, you know, they kind of hated me initially. They thought I was super stuck up. Um, and it wasn't that at all. I was just so insecure and I didn't want them to know like you didn't know how <laughs> terrified I was. <laughs> like, oh God, okay, this, don't show any weakness. This, this, yeah. this is like the biggest giveaway. Like if you take one thing from yeah. this, this is huge. First, if you're yeah. ever working in a hospital, as a new grad, listen to your nurses. They know oh their shit. <laughs> they will literally save your life or leave you to drown <laughs> like nurses are your best friends exactly be nice to your nurses yeah oh my god love your nurses they own the hospital okay <laughs> don't piss them off like so one of the things that my mentor did was she she approached me and she's like hey um the nurses are really unhappy with their interactions with you and i oh, was wow, I told you that oh. devastated yeah i was so sad because i thought that like they appreciated the fact that i didn't ask them for things or I didn't like bother them that much. Mm -hmm. I was literally just trying to stay out of their way. Yeah. Um, and so that gave me a totally different perspective and that really changed um, the tone. Yeah. Uh, and I've carried that with me ever since for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. That's a huge thing. And I don't know. There's a lot of different struggles. Um, what else, Erin? Do you have anything else that you can think of on top of your head right now? Um, so I will say as far as like job-wise, um, you know, with this ER job in particular, you know, I didn't sign a contract. I didn't know how much I was making. I didn't even know like how many shifts a month I was working. Um, and so they really um, jerked me around for a long time because – they could <laughs> because yeah. there was literally nothing in writing about my start date, um, like if I was full-time or part-time. And so they ended up um, making me part-time uh, for almost six months that I uh, worked for them. Um, and I went back and forth from this primary care job to this ER job because, again, I was determined to work in emergency medicine mm -hmm. in Seattle. Like that was – that was my goal, and um, it wasn't the wisest decision. Yeah, because like, it really got in the way of me making the most out of my time in primary care because I was just so focused on getting back to Seattle. So, so if you had to do it over, how would things have changed? What would you do differently? I think I would have insisted on a contract. Mm -hmm. Number one, with the emergency room, I would have insisted on knowing what my schedule was, how much I was going to get paid. Um, when my start date was, I definitely would have got everything in writing. Yeah. And you can't say like what you would do because you did everything right. So <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I had a gut feeling with my, my doc. Like when I interviewed with them, I was like, man, these guys are great. Like my supervising was just so incredible. And I don't know. I, I, I it was just a gut feeling I had and I stuck with it. And my friend, um, one of my classmates, she did her rotation at that office and told me that he was a great teacher. I should stay. Yeah. And so I did that. I stayed. I sacrificed my social life because fucking Connecticut, there is nothing there for a young oh single female. Nothing. There's nothing. No. It's like, I'm not going to say old, but it's more like, you know, established families there. And yeah. so I just stayed and I sucked it up. Um, and yeah. it was the best decision I have ever made because – during that time, my supervising really took me under his wings. And remember the first day 
I was on the job. He sat me down and he sat me down a lawyer and he said, a lawyer is going to sue you and this is how they're going to do it. And that's the first thing he told me. Oh, And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. He says, this is how we're going to sue you. And these are the ways we're going to sue you. And as long as you're prepared to get sued, they can never touch you. And I want you never to practice medicine because you're afraid of lawsuits. And that was one of the first conversations we had. And that totally changed my perspective on how I treat patients. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And I don't, I don't know. And then just like the years with him, like he like invited me onto his family vacations. He like brought me lunch. We had, you know, dinners together. He just yeah. told me things, um, about like finances back then. I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, uh, okay, I have a paycheck. I'm just going to spend money, you know, and buy clothes and go to the bars. Yeah. And um, he also, <laughs> I would just like to point out that you are the same person who thought you were applying to a school in Colorado <laughs> and it was a school in Connecticut. Why do you so, bring that up all the time? Why do you always bring that up? Why? Because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and like who applies to a school in Colorado, like thinking or a school in Connecticut thinking it's Colorado? Like uh, me. Oh my God. Yeah. It's I'm fine. Aware. It's fine. It's yes. hilarious. I'm just establishing the fact that you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> I do now. I do now, okay? Ten fuck years yeah, you do. Things changed, okay? Now we're more experienced. And I feel like now that I've known so much more, I just want to tell these new grads everything that I was told. Like my mentor mm -hmm. basically sat me down and just told me everything. Like he told me like how to pay off my student loans, how to manage my money. He told me how to treat my patients well, how to interact with my colleagues and the MAs and the secretaries at my office. And mm -hmm. I don't know, he just gave me a lot of life lessons that I just didn't expect. Um, and I freaking love him for it. <laughs> and yeah. I think now because of that, I walk into every job with a certain expectation of how this job should be and, you know, how I mean, it set the me. tone. It exactly. set the tone for the what, tone. what medicine is, what it should be, what it um, can be, and like what you demand of it. So, exactly. I mean, I think that that, you know, getting that base, setting that base, it's so important. And it really does guide um, your your career and how well you do in it and how long you want to stay in it. So, exactly. Um, yeah. It's a and big, that's what big we're here deal. to talk to us about. So we will be sharing all our tips um, from day one, once you graduate till, you know, five, 10 years out into the real world um, and how to navigate this profession and love your profession after all these years so you don't burn out and right. leave our profession after five or 10 years because we want you to stay in our team. We, we do. don't want you to leave. No, we want you to stay. Yes. Yeah, so stick around and we'll keep dishing. We'll keep dishing on. And on we'll what work to on do and what not to do. <laughs> Shut up. And I'll, I'll be the what and not to do. We're going to be a little bit less awkward and try to <laughs> make these little podcasts a little better. <laughs> Listen, I doubt it. All right. We're going to work on this. This is our first <laughs> podcast, okay? We're going to be better. I promise. We're not going to We're gonna be better. Okay. All okay. right. With that said, that's it. Okay. Perfect. Bye, guys. <laughs>